I pray it's me. What's good? Yo, listen, man, I pray all is well with each and every one of you. It's your youth pastor, Pastor Al, man. I'm so excited to be with you through this medium of communication via our podcast, our Teen Talk podcast. Hey, listen, by now, some of you, um, if not all of you, should have received um, a little package in the mail, um, just us showing a little love um, for you, man. Inside of that package, you should have uh, received... Um, a face mask, an I praise face mask. You should have also received a diary. Um, you should have also received a devotional along with a handwritten card from me um, and some more little goodies in there. So listen, I hope you have received that by now. Just a token of love for us saying that we appreciate you and, um, and we're crazy about you and just let you know that we miss you and we cannot wait to see you again. Hey, listen, we've been talking about um, mental health and things of that nature. Um, month before last, we did a series on mental health. Um, this past month, um, we just finished a series with enemies of the heart. Um, this month in November, we want to talk about um, how we move when it comes to prayer, um, on how prayer can help us deal with the mental issues that we have sometimes and deal with um, having mental clarity and spiritual clarity. Um, so we want to talk about pretty much um, the power of prayer. And so, man, today for the next few moments, I just want you to grab your Bibles or grab your phone and open it up to the scripture. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11 through 13. Um, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verses 11 through 13. All right. Let's pray real quick. God, thank you for every teenager listening. Um, we ask you right now to give us ears to hear, a mind to understand and a heart to obey what your word says. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Jeremiah 29, verses 11 through 13 reads, I praise, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Verse 12 says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I'm going to read verse 12 one more time. It says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me with all your heart. Hey, listen, for the next few moments, I just want to talk to you from this subject today. When I pray up, I stay up. All right. I want to say that one more time. When I pray up, I stay up. There is no greater communication than the communication of prayer. The communication of prayer is the greatest form of communication because you are allowed to communicate with your creator. You are allowed to communicate with God the Father. You are allowed to communicate with God from a standpoint of being on the earth, being able to connect with him spiritually. So when you communicate with God through prayer, what you're doing is tapping into the spiritual realm. And you may ask the question, why is that so important? That's so important because what you have to understand is that every human being, no matter your age, whether you're 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, whether you're 69, 79, or the 49, 59, some of your parents' ages, every human being 
is simply having a spiritual journey. Every human being is having a spiritual journey. Sometimes they say it like this. Every human being is simply a natural being having a spiritual existence. In other words, yes, we're on the earth. Yes, we live in the earth. But us living inside of the earth is a manifestation of what God already did for us in the spiritual. That's why he says in the scripture, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Think about it. Why would God send us to the earth if he did not have a plan for us here? That would be like your teacher showing up on your Zoom lesson and not having a plan to teach the lesson that she or he or she is going to teach you. That would be like your principal or your coach trying to run their program of the school and not having a plan to do it. They don't just show up and do something off the top of their head. For the most part, it's planned out, it's strategically set out so that they can get the best results out of what they're doing. Likewise, it's the same way in our lives, young people. Before we were formed in our mother's womb, God knew us and he appointed us. And because he knew us and he appointed us, that's why he can boldly tell us that he knows the plans he has for us. Plans to prosper us, plans to give us hope, plans to give us a future, plans to bring us to a respect. In, in other words, we have to understand that if God took time to plan it out, we should take time to walk it out. All right. I want to say that one more time. If God took time to plan it out, we should take time to walk it out. And the question may be, how is it that I am going to walk it out? What God has already planned out. How can I walk this thing out? He gives us the answers right here in verse 12. He says, then you will call on me and pray. Then you will call on me and pray. God says, because I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope, plans to bring you to an expected end. He is saying, because I know you have to get to know. And what's the way that you get to know? The way that you get to know the plans that I have for you is by you communicating with me through prayer. He says, then you will call on me and pray to me and I will listen to you. I want you to think about that for a moment. It could be like when you are calling on God, what you're simply saying is, God, I need your help. I need your direction. I need your leadership. I need your guidance. What you're saying is you're willing to demonstrate your humility and not saying that I have pride. I have this thing all figured out. You're saying, God, I need you to show me how to do this on the next level. God, I can't get myself to the next level. I can't do this, God, but I need you to show me. And so a lot of times what we do is we know that God has planned it out, but we won't take time to walk it out because we won't take time to get with God in prayer and communicate with him. And when we don't do that, what we do is we allow other mediums to communicate with us um, via Snapchat, via Instagram, via TV, via music, hip hop, via R&B, via whatever it is. We allow those mediums to communicate with us. And so what we have to understand is that we allow those certain mediums to communicate with us, the culture of media and things of that nature. What we are doing is we're allowing them to communicate their plans they have for us. We're allowing them to communicate their purpose they have for us. 
So in other words, what we do is when we don't communicate with God through prayer, but we communicate with everything and everybody else, we become more susceptible to living out what we hear in other places and not what we hear in reading the Bible. And so what we have to understand as young people is that we must pray up in order to stay up because the moment we decide to pray up, we can rest assured that God loves us so much. He's going to help us stay up. And you may say, well, why should I communicate in prayer? Why is that so important? It's important because, number one, prayer positions us. Prayer positions us. You will not be positioned to live the life that God has called you to live if you are not bathing yourself in and through prayer. Prayer positions us because it allows us to communicate with our creator. And the Bible says that when we communicate with our creator, he communicates with us. The Bible says that when we draw close to him, he'll draw close to us. That's why it says in verse 12, then you will call on me and come and pray to me. And I like the second half of this verse because he says, and I will listen to you. I will listen to you. Have you ever been talking to somebody and you just kind of felt like they weren't listening to you? Like my spouse gets mad with me sometimes. She gets upset sometimes when I may be texting on the phone and she's talking to me or something like that. Nothing makes her more disappointed than that. Why? Because she feels like she's communicating and I'm not listening to her. All right. But can I tell you something real quick? We serve a God that tells us when you call up on me, when you pray to me, I will listen to you. In other words, God is saying you have my undivided attention. And because you have my undivided attention, I am going to give you undivided results. You have to think about it from this standpoint. If you want to be positioned in your life to get to where God has for you to get to and live out what he has for you to live, then you have to make sure that you're praying up because God will position you to go places that the world cannot position you to go. God will position you to get into schools that the world cannot allow you to get into. God will position you to have your life set up in a way where other people can't allow you to get that. In other words, there is no positioning like the positioning of God. And so we have to pray up to stay up. Number one, because prayer positions us. But number two, we have to pray up to stay up because prayer propels us, propels us. When you think about the word propel, it means to move forward. It means to go ahead. It means to, 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 to go on. In other words, propel means that God is taking us from one place to the next place. And you have to understand that if we are to live the life that God has called us to live, we have to stay prayed up in order to be prepared until the next step. Why? Because God says in this verse, he says, then you call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. But then he says in verse 13, you will seek me and find me that when you seek me with all your heart. In other words, when we seek God, we have to understand that God honors that. And he honors that by allowing us the position to seek him, but not only the position to seek him, but when we seek him, we get a chance. We get a chance to be in his presence. And when we're in his presence, behold, that's when he tells us great and wondrous things about us that we know not. In other words, it's impossible to know the things that you need to know without being in the presence of God.
And so if you want to be prepared in life, you have to learn how to pray in order to go forward to the next level. When you think about, um, they call it the prayer of Jabaz. Uh, it was a prayer that King Jabaz prayed to God. And he said, God, I pray that you would enlarge my territory. He said, God, I pray that you would keep your hands on me, that you would order my steps, that you would guide me and that you would enlarge my territory. When he prayed that prayer, God did just that. God propelled him. Why? Because he took the time out to call on God and pray and God listened to him. And when God heard his prayer, he propelled him to the next place that he needed to get to. Um, there are many examples um, in the word of God where when people took the time to pray, God propelled them to the next level. And I want to tell you that when you take the time to pray, God will propel you to the next level. So number one, prayer positions us. Number two, prayer propels us. But number three, when I pray up, I stay up because prayer preserves us. Prayer preserves us. When you think about being preserved, that means you're being saved. That means you're not being wasted away. That means you're being saved for use now or either use at a later date. That's a great thing about some food when it's preserved. Um, when you have food that's preserved, the good thing about that is you can either eat that food now or you can eat that food later because it's being preserved. In other words, it won't spoil. So in other words, when we pray, we have to understand that God preserves our lives. Why? Because God knows and realizes that because he knows the plans he has for us, God says, I will preserve your life because I can use you now or I could use you later, or I could use you whenever. But in other words, we have to be preserved. But the main thing we're preserved from when we pray is we're preserved from the enemy. We're preserved from the enemy. Why? Because when we pray, we communicate with God. God opens up our spiritual eyes that we can see with our spiritual eyes. When we pray, we are able to see with um, our spiritual eyes, not our natural eyes. And we're able to see with our spiritual eyes. We're able to determine when things are of God and when things are not of God. And so in other words, we can determine what friendships we need to be in because we're seeing things now with our spiritual eyes, not our natural eyes. We can determine who we need to hang out with. Why? Because we're seeing things with our spiritual eyes and not our natural eyes. We can determine who we need to be in conversation with. Why? Because we're seeing things with our spiritual eyes and not our natural eyes. And when we see things with our spiritual eyes and not our natural eyes, that is a form of God preserving us for his goodness. God is not preserving us for um, other things. God is preserving us for his goodness. And so we have to understand, he says in verse 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so in other words, if God knows the plans that he has for us, the only way that we can get to know those same plans is to by getting to know the God of the plan. So if we get to know the God of the plan then we get an opportunity to know the plans that he has for us. Why? Because he says in verse 13, you will seek me and find me and you will seek me with when you seek me with all your heart. In other words, God is saying you can't have heartily seek me. You can't have heartily pray for me. You can't have heartily pray to me. You have to do that with your whole heart. In other words, you have to do that with everything that's in you, with your emotions, with your intellect. Um, with with your with, with your soul with your spirit man you have to seek me with everything inside of you in other words you have to give me the same attention and affection that you seek to give other things 
And when you seek to give me that same attention and affection, the only thing is with me is you're going to get to know the plan that I have for your life. You're going to get to know the direction that I want you to go in. And one of the most things that cause mental anguish and mental anxiety, not only in young people, but in people, period, is not knowing the direction that God wants to take us in. And when we don't know the direction that God wants to take us in, that causes us mental anxiety and mental anguish. Because remember, we talked about the word anxiety, meaning to be pulled apart. In other words, anxiety is when you're all over the place. One part of your mind is here, one part of your mind is there, one part of your mind is back there, one part of your mind is up there. In other words, you don't have any singleness and there's no clarity. And what God is saying is that when you pray to me, I'm going to help to position you. I'm going to help to prepare you, but I'm also going to help preserve you and put you in a situation where you can know exactly what I have for you. And so young people, I want you to know that one of the ways that we can deal with our mental um, anguish and mental anxiety that's come is by having a prayer life of communication with God. Because when we have our prayer life of communication with God, we understand that when we pray up, we stay up. And so in other words, we have to understand that prayer helps position us, prayer helps to propel us, and prayer helps to preserve us. I want to challenge each and every one of you listening today to make prayer a priority in your life. All right? To make prayer a priority in your life. Why? Because it allows you to be positioned for what God has for you. It allows you to be prepared into what God has for you. But finally, it allows you to be preserved for what God has for you. And so I want you to make prayer a priority in your life. Because you get a chance to see things with your spiritual eyes and not your natural eyes. And when you see things with your spiritual eyes and not your natural eyes, that can be a game changer for you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for every teenager who's listening today to our Teen Talk podcast. God, thank you for teaching us today that when we pray up, we stay up. Thank you for teaching us today, Lord God, that prayer position us that prayer propels us and that prayer preserves us. So God, right now, we make a commitment, Lord, to stay in communication with you. We will call on you as your word says, and we'll pray to you because God, we know that you in return promised and said that you will listen to us. And so God, we thank you for listening to us. And Father, we thank you that we'll seek you and we know we'll find you because we'll seek you with all our hearts and we will know the plans that you have for us because we know the God of the plan. And so God, because you took time to plan it out, we're gonna take time to walk it out. And so we just ask you to bless us in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be listening to this podcast and you have never accepted Jesus as your personal savior. And listen, I wanna offer you the opportunity to do that today. It's as simple as ABCA. Admit that you're a sinner, you've fallen short of the glory of God because we all have according to scripture. Be believe in Jesus Christ. Um, for God so loved the world that he um, gave his only begotten son, that whosoever perish, believe in him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. See, confess your sins. Um, it says in the word of God that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just forgive us of all our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. It also says it's with the mouth that we confess, but with the heart that we believe unto righteousness. So listen, if you have never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, I want to say a simple prayer for you. And this is your first time saying this prayer. I want you to text um, I praise youth 
That's at iPraise, Y-T-H to the number 81010. And someone will get back with you to talk to you more about salvation. But repeat this prayer after me. God, I confess that I'm a sinner. I've fallen short of your glory. Forgive me of my sins. Create in me a clean heart. Renew within me a right spirit. I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that he arose from the dead. Based off my belief and based off my confession, I accept your salvation. Jesus, come into my life. Be Lord of my life. Lead me. Guide me. Show me your ways. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, I want you to know that salvation is yours today. And I want you to text at I praise YTH to the number 81010 so that someone from our team can get back with you and show you the next steps on how to walk this walk out. Because God already planned it out. We're going to help you walk it out. And so listen, I pray that this message was a blessing to you. Um, I'm praying for you to have an amazing, awesome week as we start November off. And remember, we're having our I Praise live service on next Sunday. So I cannot wait to see you um, with that. All right. So God bless. Remember, we always end with this. God help me to be the best me you created me to be. In Christ's name. Amen. Have a great week, I Praise.